Welcome, Raina. Welcome into the office. Welcome, families, into this space. Encourage Radio, um, this particular podcast is specifically designed to help families of all stations and ages of life. When I say all stations and ages of life, and it is just that, so it's a play on words, well, sort of, Encourage Radio. Uh, it's off the book of Joshua, chapter one, verse eight and nine, to be great courage of great of, of strong strength and of courage, to basically be encouraged. And it's a play on words to be encouraged um, in your walk. Because let's be honest, sometimes as parents you feel like an absolute failure. Uh, sometimes as parents you feel like, am I making the right decisions? Um, so we want to help you guys in every possible area. So we're doing our best to give you our experience, our research, our study. And just what we're hearing from families that are um, what they're currently going through now and how we can help. So now with that said, um, this is episode three. And so what we're going to be doing um, in the next few weeks, you should be seeing we're going to provide an arena um, on social media. I'm not exactly sure how Rodney's working that out. He knows the details of that. We're going to be providing an arena and a space, a space for you to ask questions about the subject matter that we are discussing. So in other words, we're going to release um, the schedule of topics to come, and we want to give you an opportunity to ask questions about that. Um, so yes, while Lord willing, you're getting good stuff from this podcast, you can get particular stuff um, about your situation on that. All right, now here's where we are. We are in episode three, as I said. This is part two mm. of episode two. Yes. So episode two, um, if you guys can look back and remember, was my home is a battlefield. Like, I need help. Wow. Um, yeah. And that was a good one. Um, I really enjoyed that. But we primarily dealt with a, a sort of the beginning stages of uh, disagreements, of disrespect. Um, we touched on abusive uh, verbal behavior that we're seeing exhibited in, in a child. And sometimes that, that behavior is, is seen at an early, early age, like swatting or pushing back or pushing down. And how do we determine what that is? Well, in this podcast, we want to touch a little bit more on if your child is is older, like middle school. Um, and, and what do I do? How do I determine the difference of certain behaviors that I'm seeing. So if you don't mind, let me just review just really quick some pointers, and then I want to introduce who else is in the room. And so on the last podcast episode, here's what we here's what we discussed. Disrespect needs to be dealt with swiftly because the child is basically saying, I'm in charge and you're not. Now, hang on. Every one of us are born with sin nature, which means our default is disrespect. Yes. Our default is rebellion. You do not have to teach a toddler to take toys from another kid. You do not have to teach a toddler to want what somebody else has. You do not have to teach a baby um, to pull away from you. They already, that's just in them, right? Rebellion's in the heart. 
and it's a parent's job to um, sort of demonstrate that it's in them and how to get that out. So we learned about disrespect. And, and here's a statement that we made, and Rainer, we, we learned this years ago. Um, I forget from who, but it was like, I love you, but I don't like what you're doing. Yes. And that's important. Like in future episodes, you're going to talk about why that's important. It's speaking to their identity and how your love for them doesn't change, but the heart is demonstrating that's not like appropriate. Okay. And just some, here's real quick, let me just rattle these off. Um, so here's what we talked about in episode two, if you haven't gone back to listen to it. That way you'll have an idea of what we're discussing today. Here's some pointers. Make up your mind before you lose it. Before you ever find yourself in a situation where the child is being disrespectful and everything within you wants to dislike, I'm going to straighten this out now. <laughs> you know, um, Make up your mind how you're going to respond before you lose your mind. So what does that mean? Expect that your children are going to behave in a childish manner. They're called a child for a reason, and they're going to behave like a child. And your job is to help them uh, grow through life and not do that. Here's the second thing. Remember that you're the mature one. Man, gosh, um, how many of us parents have not been the mature one? Me raising my hand first. Um, and, and so let's play off of that. And so in the room today, of course, we have Jacob Miller. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. He is over here, as you know, just running things, keeping us um, sounding good, making sure the recording's happen happening, keeping us on time. Um, and he also has with us today his wife, our daughter, Rayleigh Miller. Hey, everybody. Hey, how's it going? Good, good, good. And now, now this is a joy for us, okay? So, yes, you're a very, very brand new parent, which is awesome. Like, you still have the, the, the new car smell. Oh, yeah. And, and I like that because you've got a perspective that um, so many uh, people the, of the audience that we're um, – reaching have that like you're walking through what they're walking through yes absolutely and also you are the founder of waterstone academy oh yeah and um the lord ha we've watched you obviously and so many others in this church have watched um your wisdom your discretion your guidance your maturity in conversations with others your insight into others as well as insight into parenting and even like just going through what you've gone through as a new mama, like, mm -hmm. am I making the right decision? Am I losing my mind? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, I don't know what to do next. Like, I mean, I, one of the comments you made was like, I've read all I can read. Mm -hmm. I remember you saying that. And, and Benjamin's like eight months old or something. Like, I've read all I can read, uh, have read. And what do I do now? So we all reached that point. Yeah. So your experience is invaluable. Um, not only what you're going through as a new mom, but um, what you're learning from other moms and dads and families in the organization and development of Waterstone Academy and the need for that. And the beautiful thing is, is she has been with us in ministry for a long time. And um, Rayleigh and I have discussed this, that she started serving at a very young age, very. At young <laughs> as an eight-year-old starting a little ministry for military families. But she's had the opportunity to serve on the other side of yeah. the parent. Um, since you were a young, young girl yeah, from third graders, fourth graders, fifth graders, teens, middle school, as a teacher, as a young um, person listening to the stories from children 
or seeing the reactions of kiddos to maybe the discipline of their parents or direction of their parents. So being able to see both sides of the discipline issue, absolutely, of the disrespect issue from the scope of a, a young third grader or fourth grader mm-hmm. um, to a middle schooler, how they see their parents, how they handle reprimand um, when they hear it from their parents proper ways that parents have disciplined and some flavorful ways that parents have disciplined, we've been able to see the full scope of that child grow over maybe five to six years. Yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like if this would have changed back here at third grade, then we would have seen a different eighth grader or we would have seen a different high schooler. There's definitely both the joy as well as the, I don't want to use the term as depth as sorrow, but everyone has soil for a soul. Yes. Like every Mm. single one of us where there's going to be things that are planted and there's going to be things that are watered and seasons are going to come and change. But uh, every harvest is never actually found the year that it was planted. That is right. It's always a couple years later. And so I honestly, like, it's so cool to hear, like, how honestly God has orchestrated all of those things of allowing me to be both a teacher as well as a student um, and hearing the child's perspective. And then later on hearing the parent's perspective, because we all have soil for a soul. And so what was planted in the parent that caused that, what was planted in the child, and then based upon the soil, like the nutrients, the environment, how was that received and what did that then grow? And I think we're definitely going to see that today as we're talking about communication, because it is all about not just what is planted, but okay, what what kind of environment did I plant this into? Right. And And considering that. And as we discussed strategy in last episode, like you have to be able to think ahead, like you said, have a game plan before you discipline. Right. Well, that means that as a parent, we need to take every thought captive and be ready in season and out of season to be able to discipline and to think strategic. Like if I make this decision as a disciplinarian, as a mentor, where do I want it to go? Right. Like what is going to be the outcome of the yeah. quick decision that I make right now? Like you just wait till your father gets home yeah, or don't do that. Um, we disregard little steps of disrespect. Mm-hmm. And we think it's I, I've even seen it where parents think it's funny and they yeah. laugh at it early. And then later on, they're not laughing at it at the stage that we're discussing now. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely an, I know that's in an upcoming um, episode. And wow, Rayla, the little what what'd you just say? Every soul has soil. Was that was that what you said? Yeah. Well, basically, yeah. like every soul it has its own soil. Every yeah. soil soul is a soil. Okay. Yes. Well, that's episode five. Oh, wow. Gosh, <laughs> that was awesome. That just well, kind of. I'm glad I could help. That just presented itself. All right. Well, let's jump into this because we want to be we want to be faithful with um, busy moms, busy dads, times, uh, time, and let's let, let's let's just get into some quick little pointers here. Um, for them. That was already good stuff right there. What are we into this? Like seven minutes or something? I have no idea. And that was already valuable. Okay, so um Raina, Rayla, let's let's talk about this. All right, so continuation. We're at the point now where parents, we have to help them know the difference between backtalk and abusive behavior. Remember, we're aiming towards now in this talk towards um, older kids. 
Now I say older. I mean, you 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 can see little ones five, six, seven years of age start exhibiting um, some abusive, potentially abusive behavior. Okay, but we want to help the the parent that the the child is still saying, "I hate you. I don't want to be here. Um, you're not my mom. You're not my dad." Like we're we're talking. That's the intensity we're trying to address today. And sometimes it is just backtalk in certain ways, but other times it, it could have um, abusive behavior. How, how do you distinguish um, between the two? Um, if your child is saying things like, this isn't fair, you don't understand, you don't love me, well, now that's backtalk, okay? But if a child is cursing you, if they're calling you names or threatening you, that's abusive behavior. Mm. Um, and so we have to learn how to settle that. Now, what I'm about to say is going to be unfortunately sad and, and, and a little heavy, but that's what we're here to deal with because we know there are some parents that are sad and that are heavy. Yeah, it's real. It's real. That's a good way to put it in dealing with this. But there, we know there are situations where the child is, is being abusive to either one parent. And we know, listen, kids are smart. They'll play mom against dad, dad against mom. Yes. They're smart little suckers. Um, we know that whether they're speaking that to both or just one. And, uh, in most cases they're speaking it to just one and the other one doesn't really know how to, um, handle it. So let, let's, let's talk about what does this look like? So if, if my child is exhibiting abusive behavior and even some borderline back talk, um, what do we do? Here, here's point number one in this. I think we have to, first of all, establish the rules about backtalk and explain them to your child. So I'm, I'm saying that because it goes right off of what you just said, Raina. It's, it begins in small things. It begins in stating expectations ahead of time. So here's a question. Um, what if we didn't know that that was backtalk? What, what, if, what if the parent was sort of like, oh, isn't that cute? They, like you said, they were laughing at at you know, disrespectful behavior. But now, because the laughter and the dismissal, um, the child is just sort of left to just continue to do it. And now unintentionally, maybe, let's just say it's turned into abusive behavior. How do you, what do you say to the parent that's like, well, well, man, like, I didn't know that. And we're like five years down the road. Like, how do I go back? And if I missed the small things, how do I go back? What do I do? What What do you guys offer? What are some, some thoughts you offer on that? All right, Rayleigh. Oh, for me? Okay. Well, I guess if it, it goes back to this whole idea of like if a child has soil for a soul, there's right. going to get weeds in the garden. Mm -mm. And of course, whenever you first see those weeds and you're on top of it, daily effort, it's the morning, things are ripe. I'm just going to go out and I'm going to pull things as they, as they go. Of course, that's the ideal. But wow. let's be real. How many of us as a parent, but even as a gardener on the daily, go out and pull the weeds? We don't. You don't. Like, no. And there's going to be ones that you miss. It's going to be hidden. It's going to be like behind something else. And so there might just be that time where we need to do an overhaul. Right. We really need to go in and it's going to be a little harder. It's mm. going to take more time. It's You're going to have to invest, but it's not impossible right. because at the end of the day, God is the one who does the growth. Right. And so if you truly are like, I want to give any parent out there who feels like they missed it, that hope that the child at the end of the day is the Lord's and he's the one who's doing the growth. Right. Your child is not too far gone in order right. to have these weeds yes. pulled out. Right. 
it is just going to have to take more time and more investment. Okay. So that's all we're doing. Okay. That, let's stay with that. Didn't mean to interrupt because I want you to stay yeah. with that thought. That's actually, that's a great little analogy and illustration on, on how weeds get over. Also, I was thinking like there are seasons when the weeds don't grow. True. Right during like wintertime and, and things are great, but then we're not really ready for spring, if you yes. will. We think, oh man, things are great and the guard is down and all of a sudden, you know, things start happening. But so to go, let's go back to what Raina said about small things. All right. So you can start over. Yeah. But in starting over, you still need to do what you sh- maybe should have done, like or could have done when they were younger. Mm-hmm. And that was define what is acceptable. Correct. Define boundaries. Um, also define and give consequences, but be consistent. Be consistent. I think that's the key. And um, of course, we've discussed this of going yeah. back of, you know, many times. That's the reason why we've we've talked about this. Where boundaries are small. You're responsible with one crayon and then yeah. you get two. Well, what happens is parents give three, four, you know, yes. let them do whatever. And then all of a sudden we stop it and they're like, wait, that's when rebellion happens. Is because right. now we're having to go backwards because we didn't start small. Right. So if you're having to do a restart, you do have to go back to the basics of that. Right. So, and just like Rayleigh was saying, um, you know, even when we talk about potty training, it has nothing to do with the kid. It has all to do with the parent yes. taking the time yeah. to realize I'm going to have to rearrange what I am doing for this investment. And it may, I'm going to start out today, we're going to talk about, okay, these are our choices today. You can have this one or this one. So they still kind of, they get a choice in the matter of where we are on attitude. This is the consequence. Now, as a parent, you have to really lay out that consequence that you are going to follow through on. Both are, are, are key. Yeah, because many times we just spout out a con, you know, yes. a consequence, and then we're like, "Oh man, I have to be here, here, here for work." That means I'm going to have to do this. So right. I, you know what? I'm going to go back on my consequence right then. No, you, yes, you need to lay down the consequence right then, yeah. whether it's comfortable or not, um, and finding out, like we've discussed, what speaks to that teen yes. the most. Consequences for somebody else may exactly. be whatever. Like, you take away my phone, well, all right, I'll find another way to get on the phone. Yeah. I'll, I'll just get on the computer. Well, how are you really going to break down that that consequence? Yeah, so, so, yeah, thinking of breaking it down, I think that's the hard thing is like when parents here go back to the beginning, it's like, you're telling me I got to go back to preschool? The yes. answer is yes, but d- not immediately. But, correct. So like within the word consequence is sequence, meaning mm-hmm. like you arrived at this place for a reason. Yes. So now what you got to do is honestly, it, it might just take you 15, 20 minutes legitimately. Say, okay, my child is 13 and they are exhibiting some very strong abusive mm-hmm. behaviors and this is difficult. If I have to go back to preschool, what is the sequence of things that I need to work through to get back to those basics? Right. Yes. And then you lay out the action and you lay out the concept, like the whatever the consequence right is next to it. And you partner with them for wherever they are. So if they're yes. 13, give them the choice. If they're not three anymore. They're not going to just say, OK, well, right. all boundaries are back up. It's going to be a, such a shock to their system. They're going to push back even more. Right. But if instead you're partnering with them saying, OK, 
here's what you're doing right now. You have two options. You're still creating a boundary, but you're partnering with them for their current stage. Yes. And then you're going to, okay, we made it past this one. Let's work back to the next one. And you're just going to continue to work your way back to those basics, but do it consistently. Yeah, I think that is so key. And and I love what you said in the, in the word consequences sequence. And, and so that was one of the points I was even going to mention is focus on one behavior at a time. One. A lot yes. of parents try to come in and just deal with all of them. Well, that's overwhelming to the parents, also overwhelming to the child. Uh, I have to say this too, like I'm loving this whole soil thing. Like you've blown my mind in that. Like that's I'm already on episode eight in my head. <laughs> now I'm on episode nine with consequence. Yeah. I want to say consequence different. All right, but but here's here's what I wanted to say. Like weed, no weed has ever been pulled by yelling at it. <laughs> so true. No. Like, I mean, I wish that were true. I wish I could go out to our, our backyard because Randall's all the time like, I don't mind mowing the yard and weed eating, but I do not like pulling weeds. Mm. And Randall's like, I need help pulling weeds. I'm like, oh, man, if I could go out and yell at all the weeds, you should not be in my garden. And here's the other thing, like we can't just go out with our hands don't have enough power to pull all the weeds. So I have to start one mm-hmm. weed a time. at a time. That's yes. Good. So and you said that's to me, that's all in that sequence, right? It so is. focus on one behavior, back up. Uh, yes, like Rayleigh said, you're going to have to go back to basics, but there is a sequence that we want you to follow. And fo- we can't say this enough, follow up on the consequences, follow up on the consequences. Children will know whether you're serious about it or not. That You have to show them, even if it deviates your schedule. Well, and the thing is, as you had mentioned partnership, the thing is, is in a elementary school, junior high, you expect the teacher to partner with the principal. Yeah. And to be on the same page in to make the scope, the discipline, whatever it may be. Many times within the home, you have the teacher and the principal yes. that are not on the same page. Yeah. So as a disciplinarian, if mom's on one page and the principal oh comes in, whether it's homeschool or as in parenting, they're on another page. Yeah. Well, that that kind of blows your whole scope of being able to be partners in that discipline yes. action. And listen, little Johnny and Susie Throckmorton, they know oh, yeah. if dad has this method and mom has this method. Oh, yeah. Because if know. you just give in, they know that it's going to give in. And then that's where the snowball of disrespect Yeah, you have to be happens. on the same page. Yes. Absolutely have to be on the same page. But we page. expect it in other, you know situations or organizations. Hey, coach, all you coaches should be on the same page, but we don't expect that in our own home. Uh, And if you have to just do a quick analysis between you and your spouse on why are you not on the same page? Does it boil down to courage? Does it boil down to fear? Does it boil down to okay, what is keeping us from walking forward confidently here? Uh. And because I think that's the thing is I think every like spouse like all partners want to be on the same that's page. a great question but like why aren't they is it okay i either don't know how i don't feel equipped i don't know what my expectation looks like or i'm honestly afraid of what might happen if i do this wow episode 9 10 and 11 Stop. i'm sorry i'm just saying no, but that's, like, no, but that's really good I'm, my point is that's really good yeah it's huge because right. i think if you look at your partner with the best in mind like your spouse and you're saying hey we can right. be on the same page and if all they needed to hear was you are the dad you can do this then that is that might oh, solve way more of your problems than man, anything else. That's or huge. you are the mom. I am here to support you. Your authority yeah. matters just as much as mine. 
If that is all they needed to hear mm-hmm. for you to be on the same page, yeah. then you're able to walk forward so much more confidently. Or let's say you're on busy schedules. You don't Barry. have the same same shift or whatever it might be. Honestly, create a shared notes list of this action equals this consequence and then update it. So that way on your devices, you can easily see, wait, what was that thing I was supposed to do? And so that way you can follow through. This reminds me of military. Um, what is it called whenever, like, say, like the Navy SEALs, they used to come back in when we were in San Diego. Okay. And and they had to kind of get used to being back, you know, as a civilian again. They kind of had to process through something. What was that called? It started or just with reprocessing. A D, oh, just reprocessing. Was, I don't know. That's decompressing, whatever. Right. Well, as parents, you know, over in San Diego, right. I had, you know, father was gone for six months. Right. They were deployed. They would come back in and they're trying to figure out who's the, who's the role, you know, who's of, the lead in, this. Who's the lead yeah. in, in parenting. Right. So they would have specific ways to get back on track yeah. to make sure they were both disciplining again mm-hmm. um, because that mom had to wear all the hats. Yeah. yeah. And many times I think in today's culture, you know, we're we're double income, we're both wearing all the hats, and I think unless they get that right, can they get the discipline right? Yeah, and uh, you know, so the title of this one is healthy communication with your child is paramount, and I think what we're subtly saying is healthy communication between parents. Yes. is is paramount. So maybe it's pre-paramount. Yes. Um, I mean, those are great points that just came out of this, um, That's what, which is what I love about this. Uh, the whole soil thing, the whole uh, consequences, consistency, um, parents being on the same page in all areas of discipline. Goodness gracious, there's so much um, that we can cover, obviously, on this. And we want to be faithful to your time. And I know you guys keep going, keep going. Um, but yes, so but let's answer the question. So let me just end with this. How do you know, and maybe we don't have the answer, that's okay, how do you know when it's time to call the police? Like, that's a question I was asked recently. My Mm. child is so abusive to the point that I don't want to call the police, but, I mean, thank you for all this advice. I mean, that's what they say, like, thank you for the small things, consistency, communication, being on the same page, and so forth. We've tried some of that. We've tried counseling, but, man, there's an issue. Maybe that's a whole other episode. Probably is another episode. But what we're trying to figure out here in so many ways is how do I handle um, abusive behavior? I think given the time, that might be another episode, right? But I have told parents that if you, if you feel threatened, like I've literally, there's, we, we've had parents we've talked to through the years that are like, I don't know what he or she will do when I go to bed at night. Mm. Like it's for some families, it's rare, but at some families, it's that, that's that difficult. Well, obviously, probably need to be seeking, and some already have, but you need to be seeking professional counseling. Yes. And um, if you're at that level, you you probably need to have a a, a plan in place um, to alert some authorities that my child needs help beyond what I'm able to offer. Um, That's difficult and that's heavy to deal with, but I had to touch on that because I literally have had parents ask me that question. Do I call the police? Do I call authorities? Like, how do I... The whole point in, in what we're trying to say is that a, a, a behavior can be corrected mm-hmm. and it might be going back and you might have to till the soil. Yeah. You might have to go back mm-hmm. and because there's so much planted in there that's that's growing that doesn't need to be growing. It can happen. Uh, we have seen through the years parents, you know, successfully 
um, do this. But for me, here's today's takeaway um, on this is continue to learn the soil that's in your child's life. Once you kind of have an idea of the weeds that are there, start focusing on just one. And maybe it's the one that you might think is will affect the greatest change. But have healthy communication between husband and wife that you know you're going to be on the same page. Yes. That no matter if little Johnny or Susie texts or calls during the day and and says, Mom said this. Well, did Mom really say that? Like, you guys need to be on the same page, communication. And there is hope mm-hmm. where you're at. Yes. There's absolutely um, hope. Any any closing words um, from you, Raina, or, or Rayleigh on any of this as we just sort of wrap uh, up this episode? I guess I think as a child and as a teen, they want to know that parents are there for them. Oh, that's a great word. Whether it's good or bad. Mm. I know many a year whenever I was losing my brains, yeah. I had wished my parents would have asked more questions. Oh. No matter if I came back at them like I didn't care, it meant more to me that they asked me or questioned what I was doing. And so sometimes a, a child may be lashing back, but it will mean more to them for the parent to press in, to be willing to make a change, to be willing to take time with them to have a special daddy-daughter date, a son date, whatever it may be, to show I care. Yeah, I think at the level of backtalk, backtalk is probably just a stress behavior saying I need to be filled. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, at the backtalk level. Yeah. We're yes. talking like the little things like you don't listen, I'm stupid. That is a cry for I need to be filled in some area that you yes. might not be aware of. Now, if you are doing, if you can say that we've addressed the small behaviors one at a time, we mm. filled the tank. Like if you can go through this checklist and you're still at the point where I am seeing a, a, a lack of compassion, a lack mm. of understanding and to the point where it is putting me, my psychological safety, meaning you're even having to ask the question, can I go to sleep? If your psychological safety is even at risk at that point, it is okay if God uses the hand of other professionals or even other authorities to help till the soil in your child's life. Mm. Yes. Like it is uh, like, I would say like God is so good and so gracious in that, that like if you end up making that decision because you've gone through that checklist, God is a loving and gracious and protective father, and he knows your child way better than you do. And wow. no matter you try to live it out and make make it look like everything is good on the outside, you know, you can't fake the fruit. So it <laughs> you're going to smell it. It's going to seep into other people. You know, it may look all rosy. Even when you come to church, oh, my family's here and we're all here together. That child's behavior is going to seep in outside the home right. into other people's lives. Yeah. So probably other people are feeling that same fear as well. Right. Um, so it's up to you as that parent to take care of it and to yeah. find guidance and help um, where needed. Right. Right. Can we go back and end with what you just said, Rayleigh? Okay. <laughs> Can we just end with that? That was awesome. That, that he's a gracious, loving God. Can he you just is. Okay. 
I mean, like if you if you really think about wow. it, like the people in scripture <laughs> messed up. They've done some far worse things than a lot yes. of what we've mentioned here. But at the yeah. same time, God is still faithful, gracious, and loving. Wow. And he cares about the well-being of you and your family. Wow. And so he wow. is going to even use things like if you have to call the authorities, yes. he is safe on the other side of that decision. Amen. Dang, that's good stuff. Well, let's do something we've not done. Uh, of course, we're just a few episodes into it. Let's just pause and just pray for parents. Because um, even as we're recording this, I'm getting text. Uh, even as I'm recording this, I'm getting text from men that are listening to Front Sight, and they're just they're telling me stuff. Like right now as we're recording. And so, wow, this is overwhelming. Yeah, parts of me is like not surprised because I feel like anytime we take the step of faith to say, we're going to talk on this topic, somebody somewhere is it's getting amazing. chatted to about it's, it at that time. It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. So um, <laughs> let's just stop and pray for families right now because there's a lot of hurting uh, parents that need to hear God is a gracious God, a loving God. There is hope. And I love that. And yes, the Families in the Bible, man, they you're right, spot on. So let's let's close in prayer on that, can we? Mm-hmm. Father, we just lift up the families right now that, well, last night was a rough night. Um, maybe they didn't look forward to um, picking their kid up at school, and they feel absolutely guilty about that. They're like, I don't want to be berated. Like, this is mom and dad saying this. I don't want to be berated. And uh, the tension that's in the home um, that that has created, we pray over them. We even pray for the new mom and the new dad where... Um, the lack of sleep and the lack of knowledge, like, what do I do with this new little one? There's even some tension that's there. Lord, we just pray for the parenting skills. We pray that they know today, as Rayleigh said, you are a gracious, loving father. Let them feel that. Yes, Lord. Let the dad feel that you're the best father, Heavenly yes. Father. Let the mom feel that you are father. You are the best Heavenly Father. Yes. We do pray grace and and blessing and courage and honor Mm -hmm. over their parenting skills right Mm -hmm. now. Protect that home, protect that heart, help them focus on one thing at a time and let that be you right now. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Woo, that was good. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? We are about to play my favorite tune in the podcast (laughs) world. I don't know. It's close between um, one and two. So yeah, let's let's just say thank you guys so much for being here today. We know the heart is heavy. We know the heart is willing. We know the heart is obedient. Check out, continue to check out Front Sight uh, for men to continue to uh, follow us here on Encourage Radio. And we pray just that. We pray you have been encouraged. Amen. Yes, you Amen. can do it. You can do it. There's victory on the other side. Blessings on you today. 